everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. Really happy to have everybody joining us here again today. As you can see at the table, it is just me, Josh, joined by Nate. Yep. Pastor Rob is not with us today. He's actually up in New York in Buffalo doing some kingdom things, having some kingdom meetings. Kingdom and, meetings, a little R&R. Yeah, a little R&R, much needed for him. Oh, uh, yeah. He was, go ahead. No, uh, you're or, good. Say he was He was going to try to join us today via Zoom. Uh, some last minute, really awesome meetings came up for him. Some great opportunities for the AGA network in yep. general. And uh, so he's taking care of that right now. So you just got us today. Yep. So we'll see how Stuck this goes. I don't know. We're just going to have some conversations about what's been going on in the past week since we've talked to you guys. Uh, we've got some kind of some news stories we want to you just kind of touch on and we'll talk about a little bit. Um, one thing we were talking about right before the show started um, was Vladimir. How do you even say his first name? Zelensky. Zelensky. Yeah. Vladimir, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting how all the media outlets are telling us that we have to protect Ukraine's democracy. And we've all heard that, right? You got to, yeah. we need to go protect Ukraine's democracy, this and that. Um, but earlier this week, I think it was, or it was either mm-hmm. late last week, whenever Zelensky came out and said that he was banning 11 political parties, opposition parties in mm-hmm. Ukraine. And they were going to take all of the uh, media networks, put it all into one channel, and they're yep. going to have one state media. Yep. So one CNN, one, potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say that, but it's it's just what we see around the globe. I mean, I want you to say what I want you to say, and I'm going to silence everybody else at, at whatever cost that is. Yeah. I mean, there's really no way around it. That's that's what's going on. Yeah. And it to me, that doesn't scream democracy at all. No. Um, like we were talking about before the show, it actually screams more like America. Yeah. Uh, which obviously is not democracy either because there is no free speech in America. No. You have the one narrative, and and, and we're going to talk about later in the show, people getting banned off of social media networks for things that they've said. You have have people that were not elected. You have social media CEOs and these very powerful billionaires that are saying, this is what I determine is hate speech. Yeah. And if you say that, you're off. And we go back, I remember talking about it on a show, you know, a long time ago at this point saying pretty much eight people control yeah. the United States. I mean, the world kind of, mm-hmm. but definitely for sure the United States, because these people all own any free platform out there and they control all the speech that yeah. funnels through all of it. Yeah, it's crazy. So we're going to dive into all that. Not so much the Ukraine, Russia stuff, like we just kind of mentioned, because yeah. I don't know, Nate, there's just so much going on that I don't know what to believe. I don't know what not to believe. I don't know what's being peddled as false narratives or we're just being led to believe something that's not true. It is concerning that you have all of these media outlets preaching the same message, which to me is a warning Yeah, because that sounds like that streamlined media like they did in Ukraine. Yeah, Zelensky good, Putin bad. Putin bad, Zelensky good, yep. And I'm not, I don't know. And like I told you, I looked for articles, I looked for videos, I looked for, I, and they're all out, there's a ton out there, everybody's covering it, but yeah. to be honest with you, like COVID had a narrative, Yep, it, it had a clear narrative they were trying to push, and it had factual information alongside of that that went against it. Yes, and with, BLM had a narrative. Exactly. And I mean, all these narratives are, are geared toward the Great Reset. Yep. They really are. I, I mean, 
you wouldn't have the push for these ESG scores if you yep. didn't have the S, yep. social justice, came out of BLM. Yep. Uh, environmental, the E and ESG. Obviously, you got the climate change crisis that yep. we're all going to die from here in a couple of years, even though, like we say, the elites are still flying around in private jets and buying mansions on private islands, even though the sea levels are going to rise and we're Next all going to drown. Next year, they're going to be flooded. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, talk about a stupid investment. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it's I crazy. Mean, we just, I, I honestly have no idea what's truth, what's propaganda. So it is what it is. Yeah. So we'll just, I mean, we're just going to do our best, like we always do, to, to give you what we understand to be the facts in a story. Uh, we might speculate a little bit if, you know, yeah. to, to go down whatever path we felt we feel led but yeah that's that's why we're here but before we dive into everything else make sure you guys are following us on first and foremost aga tv go to www.aga.network i actually had an opportunity last night here locally to uh, share about the aga network with some people and they were very excited about it i actually had people taking pictures of my hat so that they when they got home they could remember i said it's just aga.network it's all right there so they, they're, they're new, viewer, yeah, new viewers of the show. Make sure you guys check us out on, you know, we're still on Facebook, but we're, we're putting all our stuff on Rumble, YouTube. Well, not all our stuff on YouTube, but <laughs> we're there. Uh, Getter. And then if you want to be an AGA insider, make sure you text AGA to 330-619-4497. Did I miss anything? I think you got it covered. I think so. Okay. Sounded good to me. All right. Well, this first story, now I'm just going to kick it to you because yeah. you brought up about Michigan Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah. And, so you, um, it's I mean, interesting. It caught my attention because, of course, it comes from Ohio. Um, okay. And yep. it's Democrat versus Republican. Nothing we've ever seen before, right? So you have um, uh, Republican Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Husted is calling out Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer for her efforts to shut down a major oil pipeline that carries Canadian oil across to the Midwest. Does it sound familiar? Is that, I mean... <laughs> a little bit. Crazy. A little bit, yeah. Now, people might read that article headline and be like, oh, okay, whatever, and a scroll past. But if you dig into it a little more, Whitmer, a Democrat, contends that uh, the Energy Line 5 poses a risk of a catastrophic oil spill in the Great Lakes. And uh, we see yet another example of a democrat saying what if something bad were to happen in my mind instantly goes to what if we all switch to electric cars and they all blow up yeah what if what, what if, if uh california tells their citizens hey stop charging your cars for a little bit because we're running out of energy exactly exactly what so, if i mean that just happened i understand i i mean i guess i can kind of understand but again how are we affecting this many people's livelihood over something that could happen i mean at this rate yeah. oil spills are pretty like we're we got the technology down pretty good like yeah. as far as i'm concerned well and you know you want to talk about narratives like <clears throat> we were kind of mentioning at the top of the show i heard somebody the other day i just i just can't talk i cannot have these conversations with people once the once the words come out of uh joe biden had nothing to do with the rise in energy prices no not at all yeah and i was like okay I, you know what, at that you're point, uh, yeah. Yep. If that's, if you're at that point where that's what you believe, then yep. I'm sorry. More power to you. Whatever. Yep. It's a free country. Uh, whatever. <sighs> um, so then we got, so if this were to go through and they were to shut it down, gas prices in the Midwest region would increase, 
you know, we've already seen a huge increase. Yeah. So increase between 9.47% to 11.66%. I don't know what that equates to, but that doesn't sound very good. It's no. already, it's already, for me, it's double just to fill up my car. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Us too. It's ridiculous. Yep. Um, and then overall, they did the math over the course of a year. It would uh, equate to $4.7 billion total more if they were to shut it down. So it says drivers in, in the Midwest region. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's Ohio, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be like, us. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of area. I mean. $4.7 billion? Yeah, overall, course of a year. You know, what's interesting. Um, I was, I, I drove past the gas station the other night. And as I was driving toward it, I saw the sign. It said like three eighty nine or something. I thought, holy crap, that's yeah. cheap. You know, because yeah. <laughs> everything here is over four bucks. Yep. So I pulled in, pulled up to a, a pump, jumped out, got my tank open, everything, turned around, put my card in. And it wasn't, I was just so excited for the, in the threes yeah. again. And then I noticed, oh, there's a trash bag on the, on the pump, on okay. the handle. Yeah. I'm like, oh shoot, this one must be out of order or something. And that's when I looked around and every single one, I wondered why it wasn't packed there. Mm-hmm. Every, they were completely out of gasoline. Ah. Completely out. I had not run into one that. pump had gasoline. That's not good. No. Okay. So, uh, just a personal experience there. So, if you guys are experiencing that, let us know. We'd love to hear about Well, not we wouldn't love to hear about it, but we no. want to hear yeah. what you're seeing out wherever you are, wherever you, you're at listening to this, because that's what's kind of happening here. Because if there's one thing, I and mean, we talked about this before the show too, like, it takes the littlest thing here in America. I mean, the smallest thing. So, if gas stations started running out, even a small, you know, yeah. people would absolutely freak out. People would go nuts because we're so used to here in America of just luxury and having what we want when we want it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, Houston said to Whitmer, I thought I thought this was a good response. Let's be reasonable. Let's not eliminate an essential supply line for the fuel that powers our states and our economy. Gas prices are high enough. We don't need to artificially restrict supply. So just a reasonable argument from him, of course. Yeah. It's it's crazy because we played the um, <clears throat> the extended clip from Glenn Beck two episodes ago, I think. Go back and look at it if uh, if you didn't catch it. But he really details in like a two-minute span this enormous list of everything that comes out of a barrel of oil. And something that I didn't realize is that a little, I think it was a little less than half of a barrel of oil actually goes into gasoline. Yeah. And it's only like 20 gallons. Yep. So if you got a 20 gallon tank and you fill it up, you're using an entire barrel of oil to fill up your tank alone. Yep. And the other half of that barrel gets reper- gets it gets made into everything. Everything. Everything you see on this set. Everything look at your look in your house and your car and your office, your cubicle, your your workspace. Yeah. Look around you right now. Everything you see is made from that barrel of oil. Which is crazy because I never, I assumed all the oil we purchased went to gas. I mean. Yeah. Me, me too. And that's the thing. Like until you actually. That's on me, but. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But once you learn that, you realize, well, if we just completely cut off oil altogether. Yeah. We lose everything. So you're telling me electric cars only solve a small portion of this so-called oil crisis. Correct. And not to mention that many of the components in an electric car battery and engine and everything else come from a barrel of oil. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, you can't make the car without that barrel of oil. So it's just, 
that's why I think I think the whole thing is a sham. I really do. It's oh, all yeah. it's all one big lie, and, and and you cannot fall for it. Saying, "Oh well, yeah, electric cars. We're just going to do away with gasoline." When they're talking about eliminating oil, you know, it's not just gasoline. Yep, it's everything. Yep. So it's just it's 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 kind of mind blowing. It really is. But let us know what you guys are seeing out there. We we want to hear from you. Um, for sure. How high are gas prices in your area? Did you realize what all comes from a barrel of oil? I'd love to, maybe we can play that clip here. Maybe not today, but on one of our next episodes, if you, if you didn't get a chance to see that, um, anything else on that story? Nope. That's it. Okay. Well, let's take a dive down into the waters, um, where there's some swimming controversy going on. Um, I don't really, I have not been following the entire like chronological order of this story. I just know that th- this whole NCAA swimming situation is out of control. Yeah. I know a lot of stories have popped up, which like I told you, I did not, I honestly did not know they were all come back to like one swimmer who's causing all this controversy. Yeah. I thought we were having a bunch of men jumping ship. Not the case so far. If this keeps up though, who knows? I mean, honestly, who knows what'll happen? Right. So uh-huh. I'll just kind of read from the top here out of this article, Virginia tech university swimmer, Rika Georgie, see, see if I'm saying good, that yeah. right. She criticized the NCAA over the weekend, claiming her spot in the finals at the NCAA championships was quote taken away from her by a by biological male University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas. Now, if you have not heard of Leah Thomas, or if you have heard the name but don't really understand what's going on, Leah Thomas is a man, yeah, swimming in NCAA women's swimming. Yep. That's that's, that's it. the truth. That's it. Yep. Okay. So let's see. Rika's 17th place finish in the 500-yard freestyle pushed her one spot out of finals contention for the race, which controversial transgender swimmer Leah Thomas would go on to win, posting the fastest time recorded all season. This goes along with Leah Thomas has been just dominating women swimming because yep. he's a dude yep. swimming with the women. So obviously he has a biological advantage when it comes to athletic like swimming yeah it's just facts so leah thomas who has raised the ire of women's sports supporters all season was booed at the podium celebration that's why i yeah booed Hmm. and uh this uh rika georgi um actually wrote a letter to the ncaa good which that's why i wanted to highlight the story because we have people that are standing up and not worried about what's going to happen to them if they speak up and just saying, look, this is a dude competing with me. This is unfair and yeah. something needs to change. Yeah. And this is, again, we, we'd like to really get some feedback from people listening, watching the show. Um, if, you're, if you're a woman out there, how do you feel yeah. about the, the male infiltration of women's sports and kind of this woke culture right now saying that if you oppose that, if you support women's sports at this point, you're you're wrong. Like you you need to be banned and censored and and shut down and canceled and all this stuff. It's it's absolutely mind blowing. Um, so is this quote from Rika? Is this what she was writing that letter? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So she says, "I'm writing this letter right now in hopes that the NCAA will open their eyes and change these rules in the future. It doesn't promote our sport in a good way, and I think it is disrespectful against the biologically female swimmers who are competing." In the NCAA. Nice sound logic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what if what if you have a daughter 
and she has been training, you know, since she was young. She's been on the swimming team all through school. She goes to college. She's competing at a national level. She's doing great. She's got an opportunity yeah. to make the finals. I, and I don't understand swimming, so that's why I'm kind of glancing uh, back here at the story. But she's got a chance to qualify, yeah. and she misses it by one spot. And yep. she went one spot was taken away from her by, by a dude. man. Is this, does this sound, I, I try to, I, I talk about this stuff a lot with people because I feel like maybe if I keep saying it out loud at some point, I'll understand some bit of why this makes sense to people. And again, I think it stems down to, I don't know. I would have to assume it stems down from a couple people in the NCAA or at a specific college making the decisions that affect everyone. Yeah. Just like we see in our government, we have a small major, small minority affecting every single thing that happens to every American. And I'd have to assume it's the same with this. Um, and uh, I was wondering why the switch, like, okay, he wants to be transgender or whatever, right? Why, why then go for swimming and compete with women? Like, why? Well, I think this is the fact right here. In, <laughs> I love this because I wanted this information so bad. And I'm, I glad, I'm glad it. it's in here. <laughs> so in... The men's, he was ranked 554th. <laughs> okay. So, yep. had a little bit of a bruised ego, I would say, probably, uh -huh. right? Yeah. You know? I mean, you got to be kidding me. 554th in men, come over to women, and you're just dominating. And he's ranked what in the women's? I would, first, right? First. I mean, it's... Top, top ranked. Yep. It's, this is a comedy sketch at this point. <laughs> I mean, it truly, truly is. And I know yeah. we keep saying that, but it truly is. Yeah, it's, I, I, and I hear this from a lot of different people. They say, you know, they, they're, they're trying to humiliate us. Like they, they're trying to, they're trying to see how far they can take things and, yeah. and, and oh, what can we get them to shut up and just accept next? 100%. And I, it seems like we've hit that line, you know, where now you've got, you finally have other, you know, these other women swimmers saying, stop timeout. This has to stop. Yeah. And good for them. Yeah. People just, and that's the thing, like your voice matters. Your voice is important. And when you don't use it, when you don't speak up yeah. in the, in the face of a lie, then you're, you're letting that lie exist. Yeah. It would be awesome to see a let's go Brandon movement over in uh women's, women's college swimming, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, definitely. All right. So. Stay with us because this whole transgender thing, we're not done talking about it yet. Oh, no. Uh, it's just dominating the headlines right now. But before we do, I want to take one minute, really want to thank the new sponsor of our show, MyPillow. As many of you listening know, Mike Lindell, the creator of MyPillow, has been the victim of countless cancel campaigns from the radical left. Despite all the nastiness that he's been through, Mike continues to stand and fight for your rights and freedoms as an American. And the guy makes some incredible products. Right here in the USA, they have products like the classic MyPillows, the Giza Dream bed sheets, the bath towel sets, dog beds, and of course, Mike's new My Slippers. If you head over to mypillow.com and use promo code AGA when you order a pair of My Slippers, uh, you get a great discount over there. Now, I'm a slipper guy. I don't know about you. You wear slippers around the house. I dabble in the winter. <laughs> you dabble in the slipper game. I know Rob is like, I don't wear slippers. Yeah. Um, I wear slippers just because I, I work at home out of my basement. So it's a little cooler all summer, all winter. I'm in slippers. And I'll tell you what. Um, I, I got a pair of these my slippers. No joke. I'm never going to wear another pair of slippers 
ever again. They are so comfortable and warm. Uh, I got the moccasin versions, uh, but they also have slip-on styles. They make slippers for both men and women. Uh, they don't make any for the other 27 genders, unfortunately, but Aww. you know we're kind of limited there. Uh, but these things have four layers of comfort using the MyPillow patented fill. So they're like pillows on your feet, essentially. They've got another layer of comfort memory foam, patented impact gel, and fantastic indoor-outdoor soles. So you can wear these things out to the store if you need to. I mean, they're, they're really nice. Uh, my slippers come with a one-year limited warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So for listeners of this show and the AGA Network in general, you guys can all go get my slippers for just $69.99 with promo code AGA. These things are normally $139.99, but you guys can take advantage of Mike's awesome deal with us right now. All you got to do, head to MyPillow.com, use promo code AGA when you order your my slippers, or you can call 800-565-8573 using promo code AGA online or 800-565-8573 to order your my slippers today. Thanks to everybody who's listening to the show today, and thank you to MyPillow. Seriously, best best sheets I've ever had. No joke. Yeah, you did. You got sheets and yeah. you put them on, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. First day I got them, we washed them, put them on. Amazing. The Giza Dream bed sheets. Yep. Me and the wife love them. Best sheets ever. I mean, it's All just... Right. I'm going to have to dabble into the sheets then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's dive back into this stuff. Um, kind of a... We got some more Twitter bans coming. Some more censorship. Uh, let's see. But before it was really censorship about COVID... Anything to do with um, vaccine, anything that would increase vaccine hesitancy. So any of the facts and data that are now being verified and coming out from like Pfizer themselves saying, oh, yeah, we, we kind of didn't want everybody to see this data because we felt like it would increase hesitancy. I mean, they've said this. Yep. We were all banned. We were all kicked off of platforms. We got removed from YouTube for a week because we talked about facts and truth revolving around. VAERS, right? Data? The VAERS data. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So now, uh, well, we've also seen social media start to censor people over uh, Russian disinformation oh, yeah. or anything that aligns with Russian talking points. It's scary because all they got to do is say, uh, that's a Russian talking point, you're banned. Yep. Doesn't matter what, just as long as it's something they don't like. Yep. Um, but right now we've got Twitter coming out and they're suspending a whole bunch of people. Whenever I started writing about this, it had started with the Babylon Bee, which is like a satire yeah, uh, outlet. It's like a pair, yeah, yeah. They, you just know, they funny. just kind of make fun. They make jokes. They make fun of what's going on in the world and everything yep. like that. Um, so they kind of made fun of the whole Rachel Levine <laughs> USA Today Woman of the Year, and they said, "Well, Rachel Levine is our Man of the Year." Yep. Uh, boom! Hate speech. Twitter booted them off. I think since then, I know Tucker Carlson's Charlie been booted Kirk. off. Charlie Kirk. Yep. There's been. A, I'm there sure was, there's more. Yeah, I forget the lady's name. She's a Blaze Media host. She got kicked off of Twitter. Um, and what they've gotten kicked off again is what we got kicked off for was saying the truth that Rachel Levine, who is, and I cannot remember her official title. It's something that doesn't matter anyway, but he's a man. Yeah. He's a man, but USA named him woman of the year. Yep. So, um, there was no money behind that. Yeah. Was there? No. But, uh, so here is the aforementioned band Tucker Carlson. He did a real nice job summing up this whole situation. Rachel Levine is a biological man who has lived life as a biological man, married kids, the whole thing, and then at some point, fairly recently decided, I'm a woman, I'm dressing as a woman, fine. But you have to call me a woman or else you're a hater. Not fine. In October, because almost everything that's happening at this point is almost beyond parody, on the basis of that claim, I'm a woman, though of course not a woman, 
Joe Biden made Rachel Levine an admiral in something called the Public Health Service. Watch. I am honored to serve as the first female four-star officer not a of female. the U.S. Public Health Service Commissioned Corps. Okay, so you're not a female. You know, no one wants to attack you for that. It's totally fine. But when you get up on stage and say something that everyone knows is untrue and then demand that we believe it, you degrade the rest of us. It's outrageous, actually. And not everyone wants to play along. So this person is now an admiral. To memorialize the moment, the Babylon Bee named Rachel Levin their Man of the Year. It's a joke, but it's kind of true. In response to this, Twitter, on which no jokes are allowed, suspended Babylon B for hate speech. So per Twitter policy, when a man calls himself a woman, you have to pretend that person is telling the truth. The whole point of this is to get you to submit. They don't care whether Rachel Levine's a man or a woman. They care about humiliating you and making you accept what you know is not true. It's fascinating to watch it. As Jim Treacher put it today on his brilliant substack, quote, we finally figured out how to trick feminists into defending men. I mean, 100% truth. He's, he's on it right there with all yep. that stuff. Yep. Um, so th this situation is just spiraling out of control. And like he said, you know, we don't want to play ball. No. We don't want to play along. We're, we're not doing this. No. And Twitter's saying, okay, you don't want to play along. You're out. You're, you're out. You're out. So he, uh, he went on in that segment. He brought on the CEO from the Babylon Bee, Seth Dillon. And here's his response to this whole situation. Most people see this for what it is. And it's one of these things where I think the majority of Americans are really on our side in this issue. It's not like we're yeah. some fringe group that has some outrageous yeah. idea that nobody yeah. accepts. You know, this is the case where somebody is telling us, look, I, you know, they, it, it, the word was even used female. Like female is a reference to your biological sex. That's not true. So no. uh, we don't believe that facts are hate speech, that speaking truth is hate speech. So we're willing to stay. I, at some point, people have to stick by this, Tucker. People have to be willing to say, listen, if they want us to deny the truth in order to stay on this platform, then we speak the truth. Make them make them kick you off, you know, like make them boot you. So. I, what, he, what he's saying is exactly right. We have to we have to speak the truth. You cannot, if you're a man, you cannot just say, I'm a woman and expect everybody else around you to say, you know what, we are going to deny what we know to be true and just say, yes, sir, yep. you are a woman. Yep. No, that's not, that's not how this works. I'm sorry. And I, I just, I question what sort of disservice, you know, I don't want to say we, because it's not obviously, like he said, that we're, it's a, it's a fringe, right? Minority oh, that are, that are supporting 100%. this. Everybody else sees it for what it is. What disservice is being done to these people though, who think that they are the opposite sex? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to be mean in any way, shape or form. These people need loved on. Yeah. These people need, they need help. I mean, it's, not, need, it's not normal. I'm sorry, no, guys. They this need mental help. Yes, exactly. They need, they need mental help. They need treatment. They need they need people to come around and care for them. Yeah, and walk them into the truth. Yeah, and not don't feed into these lies. Yeah, don't because because now we're seeing the, the these poor kids that are being fed lies and they're going and doing these hormone treatments. Yep. Why would you let a ten year old you know girl go take testosterone treatments? You just ruined her biology. You you just screwed the whole thing up for the rest of her life. Yeah, why don't, you know, why don't we just let everybody drink alcohol whatever age they want? Yeah. Or why don't we just legalize drugs or why don't we just you can smoke whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's things in place for reasons. Right. And what's best for the person? Um enabling people with 
mental disorders does nothing for them. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, you do make a good point, I guess, drawing the parallel with like, you know, drinking alcohol and yeah. things like that. You know, if you're an adult yeah. and you decide, I want to go have a sex change operation because I want to be a woman. Yep. Okay. You're an adult. We're in America. I, you it is you it is. can do that, but yeah. do not demand that I call you a woman. That's the line. Yeah. That's the line because you're not. Yeah. I don't care what sort of, you, you were not born that way. You yeah. do not get to change that. Yep. You, if you want to be a woman in your mind and, and do that to yourself, you're an adult, you can make an adult decision, go for it. Yeah. It's fine. But I'm not playing along. No. No. And I shouldn't be banned for not playing along. Nope. Um, one question that I, that I did want to pose in here is that, you know, and then this kind of ties into something we'll talk about a little later on, but if there is no definition for woman or if, or if the idea of women aren't real because, you know, they want to call them now birthing people <laughs> or whatever. Cortez. <laughs> yeah. Cortez. I, who, who was saying that they're, they're referring to women now as bleeders. Did you hear that? No. Yeah. Yep. Women were being referred to it. And this is, I'm not talking like on some TV show. I'm talking about like in governmental proceedings okay. in the media, they have been referring to women as bleeders. So they're, oh. you're reducing people down to bodily functions. It's, it's absolutely insane. Um, but you know, last week we talked about the government trying to pass this violence against women act. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. If you can't define women, or, or women is no longer a category. How can you pass a violence against women act? Yeah. That just happens to include, uh, you know, legislation that restricts gun rights. Yep. I don't know. Just posing the question. It just seems like they contradict themselves very often with these terms that we're either not allowed to use, but they are at certain times, but then they don't want. It's, it's so hard to follow. When is somebody in the White House going to come out and be like, oh, I want to be called this. Just to mess with people. I, I'm waiting for it, right? I mean, at this rate, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. Oh, but the fun just continues to roll on here because we've got some Disney magic for everybody. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know anybody, anybody watching the uh, women's NCAA basketball tournament last week. I believe this was on Friday. Um, but commentators covering ESPN's women's NCAA basketball tournament protested the bill live. During the broadcast, the bill in in this article referring to Ron DeSantis, uh, Florida's bill of the parental rights and education bill, which we've talked about for weeks now. And you've probably heard people call it the don't say gay bill. They're referring to the same thing. Unfortunately, they don't understand it. Obviously, if they're calling it that, the parental rights and education bill, just to put it simply, is designed to make sure that Creepy grown-ups are not talking to five and six-year-olds about sexual preferences. Yeah. And puts a control back on the parents of yes, saying, exactly. I'll take care of this at home, you know? When the time is right. Yeah. 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 Please teach my kid how to color inside the lines. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. That's it. Craziness. But uh, <clears throat> so ESPN, obviously, is a Disney company. Uh, for the, from the Newsmax article here, Courtney Lyle and Caroline, Caroline Peck were announcing the first round game between South Carolina and Howard on Friday and... They remained silent for two minutes at the beginning of the second half, telling viewers that they were showing solidarity with colleagues who are protesting the bill. 
Okay. Normally at this time, we would take a look back at the first half, they said, but there are things bigger than basketball that need to be addressed at this time. Our friends, our family, our coworkers, the players and coaches in our community are hurting right now. Mm. And at three o'clock, about eight minutes ago, our LGBTQIA plus teammates at Disney asked for our solidarity and support, including our company's support and opposition to the parental rights and education bill in the state of Florida and similar legislation across the United States. So Disney, ESPN is protesting an anti-child grooming legislation. Yeah. Wrap your head around that one. Why are they even dabbling in that? I it's just beyond me. It it's it's sick. It is and we saw for years, I mean, we all know Disney. I mean, think about all the kids shows. I don't know. I I'm 27, so it's many years. But um you know, when I'm at like my my parents' house and my nieces are over. You see these, you see these shows, and there's usually a character that's a guy, little, little too feminine, you know. Like it's a, it's been an ongoing thing, and now they're just not even hiding anymore. They're just all out in the open, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I, it's just we want to highlight this stuff because it's important for. I'm sure many people watching this are parents, uh, maybe even grandparents. I mean, I. And I get it. It's so easy. And I, I, love, I love Disney. I've always loved Disney. But you want to just throw on a Disney show for your kids, your grandkids to watch. But yeah, we have got to be careful now because Disney is going Sold down a, a dark path. They really are. Um, Carolyn Peck continued on. She said, quote, and it's a threat to any human or a threat to any human rights is a threat to all human rights. Eh. And at this time, Courtney and I, we're going to take a pause from our broadcast to show our love and support for our friends, our families, and our colleagues. So here's the clip from the broadcast. To go, our LGBTQIA plus teammates at Disney asked for our solidarity and support, including our company's support in opposition to the parental rights in education bill in the state of Florida and similar legislature across the United States. And a threat to any human rights is a threat to all human rights and at this time Courtney and I we're going to take a pause from our broadcast to show our love and support okay so she's reading a script if, you, oh, if you're not 100%. watching the show she's not even looking at the camera addressing the audience she, she her eyes keep looking down at her screen she's obviously reading what was written oh yeah for her to say oh yeah on tv so it, this is just absolute and craziness and I just want to say on the record, the A, B, C, D, E, F community don't agree with any of this. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's offensive. (laughs) It hurts our feelings. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So, like I said, ESPN, this is Disney. And this isn't the only support that Disney right now is lending to the indoctrination of our children, your children. I don't want to say our children. We don't have kids. No. But you know what? Your kids are our kids. We love all the kids. We want to make sure that they're not being taken over by yeah, this it's still garbage. serious stuff it's, yeah it's very serious stuff um so nate have you seen the trailer for the new buzz Lightyear movie no but i was a toy story fanatic okay. as a child <laughs> well, who wasn't yeah <laughs> toy story is awesome and they've got a new film coming out it's disney and pixar you know who did the original toy stories and it's it's a buzz Lightyear origin story have you do you know anything about it no but don't tell me they messed with toy story don't tell me they did oh they did oh, they okay. did but just as a side note, every time I see the trailer, I'm like, I really can't wait to see it. <laughs> I mean, it's Toy Story. And, and Buzz Lightyear is one of those characters that, I mean. Classic. Classic. And you just love. And an origin story for Buzz Lightyear is just like, it's a dream come true for a kid who grew oh, up yeah. with, with Toy Story. But 
Um, apparently, Pixar originally in the film included a gay kiss between two female characters. Mm. But they ultimately remo- removed it during the final edits. Uh, we're going to take it out. I, I'm guessing it wasn't pertinent to the film or to the story. I don't see how I, that would be. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be my guess. But in the wake of all this backlash over this Florida bill, Disney and Pixar came out and said that they are going to put the gay kiss back into this animated film. So now you are going to see two animated women in the movie uh, Share a Passionate Kiss. This is just sickening. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. So my question, when I was reading this, um, wasn't so much, why are you putting a gay kiss in a Disney film? Of course, they, yeah. Like, because I don't need to ask why. The answer is... They want to. It, yeah. It's part of the narrative. It's part of the agenda. and Indoctrinate these kids. I get that. Yeah. Not, I don't agree with it, yeah. but I understand why they're doing it. It goes along with what they... I mean, yeah. it just... Yeah. It's all evil. Yeah. But my first question then was, why is this gay kiss between two women and not two men? I don't know. The people aren't ready for it. <laughs> uh, see, and I wondered, right? I'm like, okay, like, now hang on a second. Now the LGBT whatever community is saying, you know, we want that gay kiss back in there. Well, why aren't you up in arms about the genders they chose for it? Yeah. And how do we assume these animated characters are women? Right. How do you know that one of them wasn't originally a man? Right. We should probably, and maybe this isn't a gay kiss. We should probably put that in the plot. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, crap. Seriously, this is one of those things when you open up the can of worms, yeah. it, it, it's just going to spill out, man. You could go, you could go anywhere. And like, like I was asking when I was writing some of this stuff, I was like, why didn't they make the character a man who halfway through the film decided he wanted to be a woman and yeah. then let him kiss the girl. And then you could say it was a gay kiss. Yeah. Let's just put Levine in there as a character. Right? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure the kids would love it. Oh man. I don't know what I want to say about that. <laughs> it's, but you know whenever i'm whenever i'm looking at these kinds of things and i'm asking questions like that you know of course this is all confusing like why why are we what are we doing here so just just think about how confused your six-year-old's going to be when he or she watches the the new buzz lightyear movie yeah but that's what they want it's they, exactly what they, they want they want the kids to ask their parents questions yep and to back their well i don't even know if they want their parents to they want them to see the movie and go to school and then hear the same thing, right? That's what they want. Yeah, that'll be the first uh, movie day in, right. in, in sixth or uh, third grade will be, hey, we're going to watch Buzz Lightyear yep. today and then pause. And then everywhere but Florida will go and yeah. go into a full-blown sex ed course. Yep. Yep. Like, Let's discuss this kiss right here. Kids. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. So, you know, we just, we bring this up because obviously this is going to be a huge film. Uh, your kids, your grandkids are going to want to go see it for sure. And I'm not saying don't take your kids to go see Buzz Lightyear. I'm just saying, be prepared that this is part of it. And if your kids have questions, have your answers ready, be prepared for what you want to tell them, how you want to address this, because it's, it's being forced upon them, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And the more prepared you are to address it with your kids and to handle the situation, the better they're going to be. Yeah. The better prepared they'll be to face their, psychopathic teachers at school that are pushing this stuff. And it's what they want to, because if you grew up in like a, like I grew up in a Christian household, you know, there were certain movies and things like that, that mm-hmm. I was not allowed to see that the yep, rest same of the people were allowed to see. Right. Yep. So it's that same thing. Now, now we're pushing, now we're pushing it onto like a huge 
Buzz Lightyear film that's going to be huge. All the kids want to see it, mm-hmm. and then probably a lot of adults are going to want to see it too, right? So now if the parents tell their kids like, oh no, we can't go see that movie, now you have to have the whole, now you have to give them the whole backstory about why and try to get in their head the right information as why we're not going to support that, mm-hmm. if that's the route you want to go. And it just takes me back to when I was a kid and like all the kids are watching like Harry Potter and I, yeah. I was, you know. <laughs> yeah. But just sad that it has to come to this mm-hmm. it is and you know these these political narratives um these leftist narratives are getting shoved into every film um we just watched the new batman which as far as the movie goes i loved it i thought it was a fantastic movie it's probably the best batman i've ever seen i don't know if you've seen it no, no. um it was really good but there was there was one line in the movie that i just kind of slouched in my chair and said no why like this has been such a good movie to this point and um the girl who plays catwoman says something about all these the all these stupid old white privileged men oh yeah and i thought and i mean it wasn't just it basically it was very it had nothing to do with the plot really the way she said it Mm -hmm. and i was just like man like this was a good movie until that point (laughs) but you know what it's gonna be in there so Oh, it's even like my wife around Christmas time loves like the Hallmark movies. Those <laughs> oh, yeah. used to be very, you know, boy, mm. I mean, it was just run of the mill love stories. Yeah. And then over the years, you start to see them slip in, you know, other love interests. And it's just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but just be aware. Just be aware of this stuff. It's not just being put into what should have been an R-rated Batman movie. It was actually PG-13, but whew, don't take your kids to that one. No. Um, but it's also being put in, in, into these animated films that your yep. kids are going to want to see. And I mean, it'd be tough to tell your kids, no, you can't go see a kid's movie. Yeah, and that's what they want. If they're not hearing it in the schools, they're going to see it on the screen. Yeah. It's just the whole culture shift that they want to happen. Yep. I mean. But again, responsibility accountability goes to the parents it really does it, it falls on you to be yeah. a parent and you know that you if you're listening to this if you're watching this you're bringing in this kind of content you already know that you're awake to that yeah, yeah. but if you weren't awake to the fact that buzz lightyear was about to do it now you are <clears throat> excuse me um let's shift well i guess we're not really shifting too much we're, we're going to continue on this these gender lies <laughs> um so we've got a a nomination for supreme court justice that just trying to think how I want to phrase all this because what, you know what? Let me just play the clip. Let me just play the clip of Kentaji Brown Jackson the other day, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word "woman" is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition, Senator. In my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law and I decide. Well, so I'm not the fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Just last week, an entire generation of young girls 
watched as our taxpayer-funded institutions permitted a biological man to compete and beat a biological woman in the NCAA swimming championships. What message do you think this sends to girls who aspire to compete and win in sports at the highest levels? Senator, I'm not sure what message that sends. If, if you're asking me about the legal issues related to it, um, those are topics that are being hotly discussed, as you say, and I, could come to the court. When, uh, when does life begin, in your opinion? Senator, um, I don't know. <laughs> Ma'am? I don't know. Okay, so everybody just, I mean, obviously the hearings for this uh, Supreme Court nomination have been going on for a few days, so there's been a lot of stuff. But that's the highlight reel right yeah. there. If you're listening to this, <laughs> you have to go on YouTube, type that in, look yeah. at those clips. Like, her facial, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> it says everything. She is crapping her pants. Like, what do I say to this? This Everything hangs on this. Yeah. So for me, the crazy thing is that President Joe Biden said before he interviewed or talked to anybody whatsoever in any way about, you know, this nomination for Supreme Court justice, he said it, he was going to pick a black woman. Yep. So no matter what, no matter who he picked, the, the first, the, the, the biggest two um, qualifiers to be on the highest court in the land, there are only nine of these positions. Yep. The two biggest qualifiers were gender and race. Mm-hmm. And I thought gender didn't matter. It doesn't. So Joe Biden said, I want a black woman. Yeah. And the black woman that he nominated doesn't even know what a woman is. So now the men that uh, that identify as women should be in an uproar, right? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Right? Yes. I mean, if we're going yes. along with their narrative, mm-hmm. that's exactly what should happen. Yes. Yep. And, uh, uh, I wish I had the clip. It just came to my mind. It was Charlie. I think it was Charlie Kirk. Um, no, no, no. It was Ben Shapiro. Okay. Did you see? You've, I'm sure you've seen it. Whenever he's asking this um, young girl, this, this uh, probably a college student. I love those. Is it a Thug Life clip? I can't. I don't know for okay. sure. Um, but she asked him about uh, something about the transgender. Like mm-hmm. why? Why can't a woman say you know become a man yeah. or whatever? And he said, Why am I? He said, Am I sixty? You know. And Ben Shapiro's like, I've seen young that, yeah. guy. And she's like, what? And he's like, why can't I be 60? She's like, well, because you're not. He's like, why can't I identify as 60? Yeah. Like, what, what's stopping me from identifying as 60? Got to go like, get that senior and, citizen and, discount. Yeah, and the look. Exactly. Why yeah. couldn't I just identify as 60 and say, well, I get that senior citizen. Yeah. Exactly. It never stops then. It doesn't. And her response was nothing. She couldn't fire back at him because he was exactly right. So exactly what you said, Nate. What? So, okay, Biden says, I want a black female. Why, why can't I be eligible for that? Maybe if I seriously identify as yeah. a black female, you better not count me out of the running because that goes against everything you're preaching. 100%. You're right. It is a very dangerous spiral once you start allowing this stuff. 16-year-old identifies as 21. They can go pick up some alcohol, right? There you go. I mean, like, if you're going to do it for one, you got to do it 40-year-old starts messing around with a 10-year-old girl and says, why well, uh, I, I identified as 10. Yep. You have got to be careful. We've already seen that narrative start uh-huh. to creep in. Yes. Yeah. Start to creep in. Yeah. So. Yeah. My minor attracted persons. Persons. Maps. Persons. Yeah. Whatever. Oh my that gosh. Guy. So 
you know, this is just interesting if you haven't been following anything with the Kataji Brown Jackson hearings. It was just very interesting that she had no idea what a woman was and her reasoning was, I'm not a biologist. She was almost like appalled that she was asked these questions. Like you could tell. She was, yeah, appalled is in the way of like, how how would you expect me to know what a woman yeah. is? I'm not a biologist. Yeah. That's what she said. I'm not yeah. a biologist. And I've heard a lot of great, great comparisons in the last couple of days. One of them was, um, hey, is it raining outside? How should I know? I'm not a meteorologist. Yeah. Uh, hey, is that a dog? How should I know? I'm not a veterinarian. Yep. You know, it, it, it's crazy, these kinds of things. And is the sink leaking? I don't know. I'm not a plumber. Yep. You know you know these things, and it's it's very scary that we would even be having these hearings, and that this woman might be appointed to the Supreme Court. Yeah, but and she I can't know. define woman. And we're going to get to it, but it brings it back the question: Out of all the people we have to choose from, <laughs> seriously, in the yeah. great in the great place we live, I mean, millions of people, a lot of bright people, great education, all that. These are the people we choose to do some of the most important jobs on the face of the earth. It is mind numbing. It truly is. Well, let's just, let's just go that direction then Nate, because <laughs> it's a, it's a very good segue and you're right. And we two guys sitting here in a studio doing a show, you know, all the other conservative talk people out there, everybody watching and listening, probably the vast majority of America who thinks this is absolutely insane. It's whacked. And yeah. these people leading us are, sorry guys, these guys are idiots. Yeah. Okay. I'm not trying to be mean, but at the same time, I'm trying to be pretty honest. Yep. And um, it's not just us in America that are saying this about our leaders. You should hear what the rest of the world's saying about our leaders. I have a segment here from Sky News in the UK, and they are absolutely trashing the United States. It's, it's embar- it kind of hurts, honestly, hearing another country talk about my country this way. Especially coming from the last four years. Like, yeah, strong, I independent. I mean. Yeah, so if, if you don't think that the United States has become a complete laughingstock to the rest of the world. Just listen to this clip about what a, a, an outside this country news media outlet has to say. If Biden can't go on, yes, he'd be replaced by Harris. But next in line for the leadership hierarchy is the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, who's, uh, what, 81 or something. Can you explain to me what Nancy Pelosi, with her ama- even with the help of her amazing arm movements, which are just so distracting... What she's actually saying in this briefing to journalists last week. We're sending stuff over to the Senate. Well, it's most of the product that we've done is, except now we, we may have added in the last day or so. And some of what we added is Senate to the bill, like a hearing. Bernie doesn't like hearing. Excuse me. Bernie loves hearing. <laughs> Manchin doesn't want hearing in the bill and all that stuff. Um, so some is Senate-oriented, and then we had the family medical leave. We figured if they're putting things in, then we can put something in, if, even if Manchin doesn't like it. So, um, uh, so we are getting some bird and privilege. I think, I think mostly we're getting privilege scrub, because <laughs> privilege drug is deadly to a bill. Bird, it's important. It's, you have to take it out. Got to be careful of those but, birds. <laughs> privilege violation can take you out. That's just hypnotic, Daisy. (laughs) America's got 330 million people. It ends up with Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Nancy Pelosi, one, two, three in the leadership. Explain this. 
Oh my, my, oh my God, I, I know. I mean, with so many people, those are the best three they can come up with. And the hilarious thing, Andrew, look what they said about the previous administration. They said that Trump was horrible and that he was crazy and that he was racist and that he was a terrible leader and he said all of these awful things and they peddled just complete fake news and fake stories about him. They promised that they would do better and they would be the adults in the room and everything would be just normal and lovely when they got into power. And now they've got into power and rather than improving on Trump, you've got a president who is completely off with the pixies. You've got a vice president who the very best thing about her is that she can do a bad French accent. And given that clip of Nancy Pelosi, you have a speaker of the house who apparently doesn't know her Arthur from her Martha. <laughs> I, the one thing about that clip of Nancy Pelosi, and I, you know what? Thank you, Nancy, because... I'll never think twice or worry about fumbling over words on a podcast ever again or, or drawing a blank. Third, third in line. Yeah. United States of America. Third in line. And she keeps talking about, what's she talking about? Birds? And that's the press. I have no idea what, what she was what trying to she say. What was she talking about? Mansion. Uh, <laughs> she pauses for two seconds. I mean, Ed is. Yeah. And if you're just listening to this, it's worth watching the clip because. The hands. The hand motions <laughs> and, and her blank stares. I mean, she had four strokes during that. Yeah, that little ranch. Maybe I your earpiece went out. <laughs> Maybe. You think that's it? Maybe. Yeah. That could be. That's a good point. I'm stealing that off the pixies. Yeah, that's off with the amazing. pixies. Off? Like. So, hey, that's that's the UK. That's what media over there. Yeah. That's, and it's not just them. You think that Putin or China or North Korea, these, these Iran, these US enemies, let alone our allies. Oh. What do you think our enemies are saying about us? And we go back to, I think we talked about it last week, you know, Putin saw the day Biden got in office. Yeah. Putin saw that and said, all right, counting down the days till I start my uh, my reign here. I'm going to go for it. And uh, three more years. Yeah. That's that's the scary thing. It is. Um, you, we, we didn't talk about bringing this up, but you said before the show, Still haven't heard anything from the Democrats' side of things about the midterms. No. <clears throat> so I think it is a legitimate question. Do we even make it to, to 2024? 20, yeah. to- Pastor brought that up a while ago yeah. now, and it's just always been on the back of my head, like, so true. Mm-hmm. And I know this kind of leads in the next story, but they are, I mean, everything they're doing is full-blown New World Order. Yep. I, I mean, you have to just assume they're going to go through it with, by the fall. Like, that is their goal because they're not talking about anything other than New World Order. Everybody across the globe is on the same page. Like, Mm -hmm. you hear no other agenda at all. Right. And for anybody who still might think, ah, it still sounds a little conspiracy theory-ish, New World Order, Great Reset, all this stuff. Or if you have family members or friends who are, they won't entertain the idea, they won't listen to you, they blow it off, whatever. They call you a conspiracy theorist. Bring up the World Economic Forum's website, their own website. They have a whole landing page dedicated to the Great Reset. Yeah. You can download the Great Reset logo, yeah. the official logo. They're not trying to hide this stuff. John Kerry was asked if the election of Joe Biden was going to slow the progress of the Great Reset whenever the you know he was first he first won the election, and John Kerry said, No, actually you will see the Great Reset be implemented, what did he say? Quicker. Uh, quicker and with more intensity yeah. than you can imagine. And boy, was he right. 
That's why you've seen, yeah, our country just fall apart because they're implementing these great reset ideologies. Yeah. And, and you're right, the new world order, if you just listen to what these people say, they will tell you. Yep. They're itching to tell you. Yep. They don't care about you, so you're going to be their servant anyhow. So what do they care if you if you know what they're trying to do? Yeah. Joe Biden joined the business roundtable uh, here this past week with some of America's largest companies. During his dialogue, he actually confirmed his faith in the New World Order. So we'll just play his. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of as the uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946, and uh, since then we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. Hubbada, hubbada, hubbada. New World Order. Made sure, <laughs> made sure to get that in there. Yeah. yeah. One, I love his energy. Um, he, he's oh. just bouncing on the balls of his feet. I mean, he can captivate a room. Oh, man. I'm hanging on every word. That's a charismatic man right there. Yeah, let him in. Uh, I wonder, I wouldn't you just love to hear a conversation between him and Nancy Pelosi? Oh, my goodness. I'm sure there's a lot of dead silence in there. Uh-huh. A uh, lot of mumbles. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, but there, I mean, he's talking about the new world, and it's not like it slipped. That was, I mean, he he said it with intent. He knew that's what he wanted to say in that sentence. That was going to be my next question. Do you think he did that accidentally, or do you think he did that on purpose? Well, whether or not, you know, they wanted him to to refer to the new world order, it wasn't like he was trying to refer to something different and accidentally said new world order. He had already mentioned that we had established a liberal world order, and now we're we're shifting to a new world order. Yeah. I mean, I think the words were intentional. I mean, that was what he was trying to say. Yeah. 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 And this goes back to our faith has to be in Christ. Yes. Yes. I go back to all throughout the new Testament. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Jesus talks about it. Paul talks about, they all talk about it. Do not be deceived. And here we are. And, uh, if you're a Christian, we're not fearful, but, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's here. This is the New World Order. It's the Antichrist agenda all across the world. I mean, we just have to stay prayed up, awake, and alert as to their schemes. Uh, yeah, you're right. And I you know, I do wish that Rob was here today because he gave a crazy strong message uh, this past Sunday. If you're on the AGA uh, TV app, just scroll down to the channel called The Word. Yep. Go to the Summit Dover and... Just go to the most recent message from Pastor Rob. Um, he didn't really hold anything back, and he laid it all out there about what's going on. And it, it was very, I don't know, it was empowering, I thought. It was, it was good to, to hear everything that he had to say, exactly, basically what you just said. Yeah, it's here. And, and we have to remember, I know we, I know we crack on Biden and Pelosi and everything, that, but you know, that's not what we're fighting here. We're right. Exactly. Yeah. We're literally fighting the, the spirit of the antichrist waiting to make its home somewhere. And you know, it's, it's here. I don't mean to be doom and gloom, but it's, they're saying it, they're not hiding it anymore. Yeah. Back when I was like 10, 
I know you had people talking about, oh, the new wood order. And everybody's like, oh, conspiracy tinfoil hat, right? No, it's here. Mm-hmm. Men are women. Women are men. 27 genders. It's all, you know, and then you can go deep into it with the cryptocurrency, all that. I yeah. mean, it's here. Yeah. I mean, you are every day being told to believe lies that you know to be lies. Yeah. I mean, just even uh, the BLM riots, you were you were told, no, those are mostly peaceful protests. Those are not riots. They have every right to be yeah. out there doing that. You stay home because it's COVID. Yeah. But this is okay. Yeah. And you knew that was a lie. You knew that was wrong. But you weren't allowed to say anything about it, or at least not by them. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people were just so taken aback by it. It was like, whoa, what is going on here? And, and that's, I think that led to a lot of the people being silent during all that too, was just the wait, what's going on? Yeah. You know, the, it was just took everybody by surprise, I think. Yeah, it did. It, it, they planned that out perfectly. Yeah. It came at a, it came at a time where the country is already on high alert. You didn't mm-hmm. know what you were allowed to say, what you weren't allowed to say. Um, and they just slipped that in there and intensified everything. And then now we've seen it again with, you can pretty much say anything about COVID now. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, it's like, whatever, it's kind of free it's, game. It's it's whatever, and yeah. now it's all shifted over to the potential of World War Three, Russia Ukraine misinformation, mm-hmm. and yes. Uh, you yes. just have to wonder what's next. It, it is interesting, and uh, I believe it was the New York Times last week came out and said, "Oh yeah, the you know the Hunter Biden laptop story that was uh, you know called Russian disinformation." Uh, I mean, we're not speculating, we're not cons- conspiracy, conspiracy theory, whatever on any of this stuff that we're about to say or that I'm about to say here, because this is all, go look it up. This is all true now. Um, uh, New York Times came out and said, yes, Hunter laptops, yeah. Hunter Biden's laptop, that is true. That that was not Russian disinformation, even though we were all berated with that talking point forever. Yep. Uh, Facebook has come out. They, It's all provable, verifiable. They did suppress that story yep. during the election. I believe it was a th- fourth of, Joe Biden voters in a poll recently said that if they had heard that information or actually had access to that, that true story, they would not have voted for him. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, the the election was definitely tampered with just, I mean, even if nothing else happened just by the suppression of, of truthful stories about Hunter or about Joe Biden's dealings, or Hunter Biden's dealings over in Ukraine and these other places that linked back to Joe Biden. How scary is that? That the president of the United States is now like, it is truth. No one's denying it now. The people that did deny it are not denying it now. Right. How scary is that? That the president of the United States is connected to pretty much money laundering in these countries where you see wars erupting. Mm-hmm. Does that not... How is this guy... Seriously, how is this guy still our president? I, 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 I don't understand. I don't know, man. It, it, it's crazy that this stuff can come out as, well, we all knew it was true, but now it it can come out as being okay to say it's true now, but nothing happens. No. And how many times was president Trump on the, uh, you know, right there on the hotspot getting asked about Russian collusion and all this stuff? Yeah. And what what did Trump get impeached for the first time? What was it? Uh, colluding with Russia to get right, asking for Ukraine to investigate. Okay, yeah, Hunter, Hunter Biden. Biden. Yeah, so it all's full circle. And now they're saying it was all true. Yeah, but we impeached the guy for it. Yep. 
it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And this stuff just gets swept under the rug. We just get to move on because, hey, guys, we got to worry about this war. They were waiting to dig up a story on President Trump just to put him up there and be like, oh, you might get impeached on this one. Yeah. We got Joe Biden just slipping through like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, keep your eyes and ears open to this stuff. It's if, if you hear a story and you know that, okay, I know this is true, but the media is telling me it's Russian disinformation. Just hold on to it. Hold on to it and just wait and see how long it takes for somebody to come out and say, okay, actually that was true. We were covering that up. It's like we try to just keep everything you hear in your back of your head. Yep. You know, just for future reference because you never know nowadays. Yeah. Don't dismiss anything and be very careful with what you believe. Yep. Uh, Do a lot of prayer. A lot of prayer. Discernment Uh is key. Absolutely. There's there's one story that I didn't put in here before we get. the, The last thing we want to talk about today is a little bit more on the fun side uh it kind of goes along with this whole you were lying and now you're telling us that we're lying kind of situation but before we get into that i did want to mention a story about we talked about the uh biden signed the executive order to develop research and develop which the research has already been done (laughs) is now developed the uh, digital currency yeah and i it, it it goes into the programmable Digital currency. Do you know what I'm talking about with this? Explain it. Okay. So, ah, man, it's just so hard to explain in, in a short, I'll do my best. So if you don't know what ESG is, it's the environmental gov- social, gov- social justice governance score. Mm-hmm. So rather than having a credit score, it's a social credit score. Yeah. China has the same system. Mm-hmm. Okay. We want to implement it here in the United States. It's already being implemented because there are many states, um, building legislation, writing legislation, trying to pass laws against implementation of ESG in their states. Thank God for those states. So for anybody who's like, oh, ESG is no big deal or it's not happening, you got you to snap out of that because it is. And we're at, there's actually legislators trying to fight against it because they understand how harmful, really detrimental this can be to the country. Yeah. Um, so the idea of programmable, programmable digital currency is all U.S. currency dealings would be digital okay and it would all come from a centralized federal bank okay so you you're not going to have your bank account at chase or huntington or wherever you're not you're not going to have your individual bank accounts or i shouldn't say you're not gonna have your bank account these individual banks it's just one it's gonna be the united states federal bank whatever yeah and everybody will have their account there where they get their digital currency okay so it'll be like a federal account and then the idea of this programmable digital currency is, did you hear about the gas cards? No. Okay, so the White House was contemplating, they were kicking around, sending all Americans a $100 gas card. Okay. <laughs> okay. To to combat the rising gas stimulus, prices. Stimulus, yeah. Okay. That they didn't cause. Yeah. Um, yeah, right, stimulus. So some of the arguments against that were, well, you know, a lot of these gas cards are going to get stolen. They're... Thieves are going to go around to mailboxes uh, and steal the gas cards yeah. and everything. What if we could send everybody a digital gas card, but the only way they could use it is if it was tied to their like social security number or their name, and you could only use it for gasoline. So you can't take your digital gas currency that the government gave you and go buy groceries with that hundred dollars yep. because you know those are rising like crazy too. Yep. You could only do it with gas. So here we that, go. 
Yeah, exactly. So that's how they could eventually dictate what you can buy. They say, well, here's, you know, all right, you got your paycheck for the, for the month. Uh, 15% of it, only 15% of it can be used at a grocery store and it has to be used at one of these three grocery stores. Yeah. That is, that is terrifying. It is terrifying. And they will be happy. They will be more than happy to keep sending you gas and food vouchers and everything yes. like that. As long as you bow down to their agenda. Yes. They and will be more than happy to. This kind of thing, I know, even when I say it, it does sound crazy. It sounds like some sort of weird movie, yeah. dystopian future it, type of thing. And it is future. It is. This This isn't going to happen next month where this, this is all going to come down crashing on us. Yeah. But just be on the lookout for the progression of it because it will start with something like a program, programmable digital gas card. Yeah. Where they will send you the money in a digital account that you'll probably have to set up and register for, oh, yeah. but then you'll get your hundred dollar credit, Yep. but you can only use it. And, and they'll know that you can only use it at a gas pump. That is crazy. And eventually you won't be able to use that money at a gas pump. You know what I mean? That's how they get rid of gas. Yep. But it'll start with something that, Oh, we really could use the gas money. We'll take it from the government. They say, well, you can only use a gas pump. Oh, it doesn't matter. I need to use it anyway. Yep. So they, so then you it's just free. go use it. And then the snowball goes. So I just wanted to throw that in there. I didn't have anything prepared for that. No clips or notes or anything, but it is stuff I've been hearing about that I think we need to talk about. It's great information. And it just shows you they get that little wedge in people's mind Mm -hmm. to get them start thinking in that direction. And then they go right through with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then we did talk about that. Biden did sign an executive order for the government to go. And it's so funny. the, The language in that was for research and development of a, national digital currency it's done yeah. yeah and i know a lot of people if you're wondering i have had when i talk to just people you know friends and stuff about this kind of stuff they're like well we already have digital currency i'm like no not like a credit card not like a debit card we're not talking about you have your own account but then you have like you know your digital card or your apple id wallet whatever thing yeah. where you can just that's still tied to your money in your own personal account that you, if you want to, you can go to the bank, pull out that cash and go buy something else with it. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a system where that basis of cash no longer exists. You won't be able to buy anything with cash. Cash mm-hmm. will be non-existent. Yeah. You're talking about the, you're talking about the Canadian truckers amplified by a million, you yeah. know, yep. oh, you want to give, there's, there's Christians starving. Mm. Can't give money to that. Exactly. You know, people need, uh, people need food in Africa. Ah, you know, you think about all the, my mind instantly goes to all those charities, all these great charities out there. If, if they don't line up with their beliefs, they're going to be like, oh, can't do that. hundred percent. That's where the ESG comes in. Cause then you have this social justice score part of everything where, like you said, the Canadian truckers had their bank accounts frozen because the government didn't agree with what the truckers were protesting. Even if you were associated with helping someone. Yep. Exactly. And to tie it back into what we've already talked about on the show today, what's to stop the government from saying, oh, you, uh, you're, you're uh, engaging in hate speech. Yeah. You, you don't think that Rachel Levine's a woman? We're going to freeze your bank account until yeah. you uh, change your whatever, delete your tweet. They will f- You've it's said it. it. You have said it from the beginning. We we're being conditioned to denounce Christ without realizing it, and we're engaging in it. Yep. I think you've got to be careful. You know, no one knows how all of this is going to play out. We know the 
we know what the Bible says. The specifics are a little, you know, exactly how it's all going to roll out. But this is it. I, you can't convince me otherwise. You really can't. It, and then it goes from this system. And it, it's going to go from this system, log in with your password or your fingerprint, right? Yeah. It's going to go from that to, oh, now we need it in you. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah. You just see it. It's the progression. Yeah. And I have heard, and I don't want to go too crazy down the <laughs> down the conspiracy <laughs> stuff. Um, and I know we are getting close to the end of the show here, but I know a lot of people are talking about Mark of the Beast. That was thrown around a ton during COVID. Yeah. Ton about the vaccines and everything. Yeah. But I have heard some people say, if anything's the mark of the beast, it's this whole programmable digital currency because you will be 100% controlled by whoever's calling the shots. You yeah. have you you no longer have any freedom yeah. with your money. Otherwise, you'll just starve. Like Revelation, it specifically talks with the mark of the beast about buying and selling. It does, yep. And that's the keynote around the mark of the beast. And uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. And COVID was... COVID was programming for that. It definitely was because, oh, yeah. you don't you don't have the shot? You can't come in here. Uh-huh. Maybe not here in America so much, but around the world it was. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, you don't want to get tested? You can't fly. You know, it mm-hmm. was all that. So you had a choice you could make. And, yes, I truly believe that. It's We're just setting up. They're setting up for this antichrist agenda, denouncing Christ in a split-second decision because – you need gas in your car. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, 100%. So just stay stay aware of all this stuff that's going on. It's especially with the digital currency just that one is like if, if that if that captured your interest at all, even just a little bit, go do a little go do a little digging on that. Do a little research because I think this whole research and development that was uh, signed by Biden, I think we are much further. The research phase was done a long time ago. We are so far into the development stage, I think it'd be a little bit concerning to people if they knew Yeah, how far. And as far as I understand it now, people love it or are into it because you have your choice. You got your Bitcoin, you have your Dogecoin. You got a million different types of them. So again, there's that competitive aspect to it, which Mm -hmm. keeps it balanced. That's how America used to be. Right. You can make your decision on what one you wanted to go with. And uh, once they implement theirs, that is all done. Yeah. Yep. But like we promised, we're going to end the show with uh, something that's going to make us laugh a little oh, bit. Thank God. Um, just, just the hypocrisy and then somebody just being bold and calling it out. And the way she did it was awesome. So you mentioned Candace Owens earlier in the show. I love Candace Owens. I love listening to her talk. She is a fireball. She said quite the rise to fame. Like, yeah. Quickly. Yep. And she bows She bows to no one. I mean, people try to cancel her. She just blows up bigger because she is strong in what she believes and she just doesn't cower. Yep. But have you? did you hear this story with the New York Times and, and her and the article they were writing? And I don't believe all this? so. Okay, man, you are going to get a kick out of this. All right. This is, it's, it's actually pretty funny. Um, so this just shows how little you should trust um, any of these mainstream medias because uh, they don't even trust themselves, which is interesting. <laughs> so Candace Owens, for those of you who are not familiar, she's a conservative commentator with a show on the Daily Wire. She comes under a ton of attacks from the left because, like I said before, she's and she claims this herself, she's uncancelable. Uh, New York Times emailed Candace asking her about her views on the Ukrainian government for a story that they're writing. And she posted the email that they sent her online. She posts all this stuff on Twitter. 
went on Tucker's show, which I'll show you a clip here in a minute, and talked about all this. It's hilarious. So the email, oh, I, I'm sorry, I took her. The email that she received from the New York Times said, we are working on a story about Russian message, messaging that includes some of your comments. We note that you advanced the idea that Ukraine was a corrupt country, which matched comments we've seen from Russian state media. I'm wondering if you have any context or further comment to add about this comparison. So just to reiterate, New York Times is saying some of the things that you're talking about, the Ukrainian government being corrupt, Candace, uh, that falls in line with Russian state media. I just wonder if you'd like to make a comment on mm. that. So they're essentially accusing her of aligning her messaging with Russian state media, which means, of course, she's like all of us and Tucker and Glenn Beck and everybody. We're all uh, puppets of Putin, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so this is what she wrote back. And of course she posted it on Twitter, which I think is awesome. She says, hi, I am very confused by this email. I learned about the quote idea that Ukraine was a corrupt country from the New York times. <laughs> She's writing this to the New York times. You guys have covered the corruption of Ukraine extensively for years. As just one example, here is a piece from the New York times editorial board entitled Ukraine's unyielding corruption. And she sent them the link to their own article. I educated myself about both the neo-Nazi problem in Ukraine and the unyielding corruption by reading your newspaper, not Russian state media. Is there something specific I said that was different from what you guys have written in the past? That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that great? They come at her saying, well, how dare you be talking about the Ukrainian government being corrupt? And she's like, oh, that's just so funny. I learned about all that from you. Yeah. Hmm. They're the ones that did the Hunter Biden story too, right? New York Times? They were the big one around that? They were the one that just came out now and said that it was true. True. Okay. The one who originally broke it was the New York Post. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Candace, of course, was not finished. She posted the follow-up email she sent because, you know, as a doing her due diligence, she just wants to make sure she oh, yeah. understands this entire thing. Like, what are you really asking me for? For your, I want to help your article. For more good measure, she writes, here are some more past articles written from reputable sources over the past few years about the corruption and neo-Nazi problem in Ukraine. For clarity, are you now suggesting that what the Western media covered extensively over the last few years is now Russian propaganda? Are you suggesting all these articles were sponsored by Russia state media? Again, I would love to provide you with a quote for your article. Just want to be clear regarding what you mean when you say that I am advancing ideas that Ukraine was a corrupt country when in fact... I got my ideas from your publication. She sent them links from the New York Times, The Hill, another New York Times, The Daily Beast, and The Guardian. Not to mention the New York Times, yeah, the New York Times own articles. Yeah. That's a mic drop right there. She pretty much did. That is amazing. She pretty much did. So she went on then, uh, it's another Tucker clip, but it was just hilarious. Um hearing her response to all this. There's 10, 20 links between the Washington Post and the New York Times over the last three or four years telling us about how unyielding the corruption is and really spelling out to us how corrupt President Zelensky is, but they've magically changed their mind. So I was confused. Maybe Russian disinformation means now for the New York Times truth, given the Hunter Biden laptop scenario, which they called Russian disinformation and they now acknowledge is fully true. Obviously, he responded and said, thank you for sending these links and then completely moved the goalposts and asked me whether or 
not um, I accepted the official government narrative regarding um, bio labs and whether they were just opened for research. And I said, this is completely nonsensical. What does this have to do with your initial question? And then I sent him another link and I said, is that the official gov government narrative regarding bio labs? Is it for research? Because you guys also told me in another article that they were funding these labs to shut down previous Soviet labs. Um, and then he just said, thank you for your time. No more questions, because <laughs> I don't think he's reading the New York Times and doesn't realize how many times they pivot the narrative. And here's the thing. We none of nobody believes this Russian puppet stuff. I mean, it's just ridiculous. A black woman in the United States have never even been to Russia. I mean, I, I can't I can't think of a, a Russian food off the top of my head. I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous. I refuse to give it any air. But they say these things when you arrive at a truth that they don't want them looking at, that they don't want the, the public at large looking at. They say, oh, looky over here. Never mind. This person's a Russian puppet. Exactly like they did with the, the Hunter Biden laptop until they were ready to acknowledge the truth. I like what she said there right at the end. Did you? What are you referring to? Yeah, I'm just drawing There's a blank here. 10, what she said right here. Ridiculous. I refuse to give it any air. But they say these things when you arrive at a truth that they don't want them looking at. When you arrive at a truth yeah. that they don't want the public looking at, yep. that's when they call you a Russian puppet. Look over here at the war. Look over here at these uh, the COVID cases. Yep. Yep. And that's exactly yep. what they did for with President Trump for four years. Yep. When he yep. brings anything to light, they're like, oh, wait, look over there. Yep. Yeah. So that was fun. I, I just thought that that whole situation with Candace and the New York Times just really shows what's going on. So you got to just got to be careful what you what you're believing with with some of these stories. Um, but I just love that she went back at him yeah. and said and, and publicly went to Twitter and everywhere else and said, hey, uh, just just curious that, you know, what I'm saying is now Russian propaganda even though I'm taking what I understand about the Ukrainian government from you. things you've written. Yep. So are you in effect calling yourself Russian propaganda? I guess they are. Right. Oh, we have talked many times about this whole cancel culture and all of this leftist stuff, just cannibalizing itself. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it. You just start to eat yourself. We saw it with COVID. Yep. Oh, big time. They reversed the, uh, everything. Yeah. In the matter of, Two weeks a week, yeah, pretty much. Oh, by by the way, Kyrie Irving can now play yes. in home games uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I kudos to Kyrie Irving for staying strong through all this and just saying, "Yeah, I'm just not caving into anything." We need those people. Yeah, we need those. There's not many. Unfortunately, there's not many in professional sports, especially no, because money talks. Money's money big. talks. Yeah, <clears throat> but. All right, everybody. We really appreciate you tuning in today. Nate, was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap this up? I think that's, I think we covered all the bases. All right. Awesome. I, I know I definitely forgot to mention this at the top of the show. Please follow us on Locals. Yes. Join our Locals community, our AGA community on Locals. AG, or support AGA.com. We'll take you right there. Um, you don't have to. There's a monthly subscription that you can you access a little bit more content with us. You can comment on everything. We can have deeper discussions. You can message with us, uh, but you can follow along for free. You can just join and follow the threads. We post all the news articles there during the week that we don't really get time to talk about on the show or stuff that we want to make sure we're just highlighting Yep. Um, in case we don't get a chance to talk about. So follow us on locals. Make sure you watch it on, watch everything on AGA TV, www.aga.network. Go to rumble, getter, Facebook, we're still on YouTube. We'll see how much longer that lasts. I, I don't know. I don't know what else is going to be considered hate speech and community standard violations and whatnot. Changes daily. 
It sure does. And then make sure if you want to become an AGA insider, text the word AGA to 330-619-4497. Hopefully, I I think, unless Pastor Rob gets busy again next week, he'll be here with us on the show like normal. And until then, everybody, have a great weekend. Follow along with everything that's going on. And like always, stay awake. Stay awake.